Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Look out. I'm in hot demand. If you want me, you better speak now. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and hello everyone. So today we're talking about job offers and how to handle it when you're going for more than one job at the same time. That's right. We've heard from a lot of our listeners that this is something that's been popping up lots for them. Either you've got one job offer, but you're interviewing with your dream job, or you've been made two offers around the same time. And it's that awkward period of like, what one's going to get back to me first? What if I need more time? Yeah, and maybe you like one more or you don't even know which one you want more, but you're at second interview with one of them and the other's calling you back for references and you're going, ah, I can't accept both of them. What am I going to do? So we're going to tell you what to do. So hypothetically, you have been made two offers. Let's dive in. Our first tip we have is collect as much information as possible. This is a bit of a given because obviously if you're making a decision about which job you're going to go for, you need to know all the facts so you can make the best possible decision with all the information that you have. Yeah, and I think this just goes um, to what we normally talk about in being curious. Ask lots of questions at the end of your interviews. Um, Call up your recruiter um, or the person who's kind of managing the process and ask them things about the role or about the culture or bits of information that you might not have already, like, hey, what's parking like and things that are going to impact your decision. Collect that information as you're going through both processes as much as you can. Okay. Our next tip we have is don't freak out about the decision too early. I feel like this would be a classic me. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I've got two offers. They're timing up so awkwardly. The, the other one hasn't got back to me yet. What am I going to do? Don't panic. Don't panic. Well, I see people as- do this at the stage where they don't have any offers yet and they're just interviewing for two different jobs and they're panicking going, Sarah, what do I do? Um, I've got two jobs that I'm interviewing for and I kind of say to them, okay, well, has, has one of them made you an offer? Um, and they say, oh, no, but, you know, I think I think they're going to. Like, it's getting kind of serious. They've asked for my references. Okay, well, just wait until you've got something formal first. Um, things can be slow in recruitment. They can be unexpected delays. They can change at the last minute. So 
Don't start freaking out too early about the decision that you're going to make until you actually have something concrete. Um, The second job that you're thinking about might not even make you an offer. So it just might not be something that you have to worry about at all. Don't jump the gun. We'll cross that bridge if you get to it. Perfect. So yeah, next thing you're going to do is start weighing up the pros and cons. Now, we kind of touched on this in our last episode, but um, salary isn't always everything to consider. You want to consider the benefits and perks as well. So what other things do people should people weigh up with the pros and cons? What should be considered? Um, there's a lot of practical stuff that goes with kind of salary benefits perks. Like what's the location of the two jobs? Are you going to have to get two buses to get to one of them and you can drive to the other one? What's parking like? Um, all of that kind of stuff you should consider. But then in terms of your career, you should be thinking about, okay, which of the managers that I'm going to be working for am I more interested in being mentored by and, and being led by? Um, what's the future of the company that I'm going into? Are they going to grow? Um, are they expanding? Is there more career opportunity in the future with them? Or is it going to be just you know a really successful business that I'm going to be proud to be a part of? Um, and I also love um, this one to think about. Are you going to niche in the job that you're going for? Sometimes jobs can come a little bit out of left field and we think, oh, oh, I hadn't considered that, but that could be kind of cool. Um, But I want you to think about what job would you be able to get next after you've spent, you know, 18 months, two years, three years in that job? What would you be going for next? Um, Just be careful of making yourself too niche um, in maybe one of the jobs that you're considering. Backing yourself into a corner. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, We were talking to someone, Em, a mutual friend of ours, um, who was thinking about taking a, a job regionally and whilst it would be a great opportunity, you've got to then think about, okay, do I then move there, set up a life there? And then if that job doesn't, you know, work out long term, what am I going to do? Definitely. Whereas if you're in a bit of a city, it's sort of, you've got more options to expand, to move around, more opportunity for progression. Like these are all important things to consider. Um, Now we just want to touch on if you're waiting for another offer, This is where it can get tricky. If you've already received an offer, but you're waiting on another one with another job, you're at that very end stage. You're just waiting to hear back. A lot of people Mm -hmm. freak out about this because they're like, I'm about, I'm due to start this new job or I need to give them an answer, but I still just want to hear from that job still. People freak out about this, but you have the power. This is the dream situation. Absolutely. I use this. This was my first ever job out of uni, like my first kind of professional job. This happened to me. I had an offer Your first from, ever power move. Yeah. I had an offer from a company that I was kind of happy to go work for, right? Like, you know, it was it was okay. Um, but I was also interviewing um, with Hayes, which is where I really wanted to start in recruitment. Um, and so I had the first offer and I asked for them to give me a couple of days to think about it. I think it might've been like a Wednesday and I asked till the end of the week because I knew that I had the second round of interviews with Hayes on the Friday or whatever it was. Um, so I called them up and basically said, Hey, I'm coming in for this second interview. Just so you know, I need to know if you'd like to offer me the job before the end of the day, because otherwise I'm going to take this other offer. Um, you know, not trying to push you into saying, you know, offering me a job if you don't want to, but just letting you know, if you want me, you're going to have to do it by Friday. Um, and it worked. 
they offered me the job. They loved my um, kind of initiative in, in negotiating a bit like that too. Um, and then I was able to say to the other one, um, hey, thanks, but no thanks. Um, so it, special- it can really work. Definitely a power move too if uh, the job offer that you're waiting on is being a bit slow, kind of stuffing you around, yes. a bit, bit of a power move to be like, look, I'm really excited for this opportunity, but I can't wait any longer. I need to know tomorrow or I'll be accepting this other job. Sometimes that's just the kick up the butt yeah. they need to be like, oh my God, we don't want Emma to let Emma go. It's We've just been held up, boom, offer her the job. And then on the other side of that, if they don't end up offering you the job, amazing. You've got an answer that next day and then you can make your decision knowing full well, okay, I was never left wondering, I didn't get that job, so now I'm going with this one and that's the right decision. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've seen this on the recruiter side where someone's actually called up and said, um, hey, I can't come in for the second interview because I've accepted another job. I really wanted to work for you guys, but, you know, I've got to take something. And I just thought, oh, like I would have changed something if you hadn't let me know. Like we maybe would have offered you the job earlier um, if we knew that you had another offer and you could have, you know, given one more day to get back to that other answer um, and you would have had the job that you really wanted. So I think it's a big missed opportunity if you don't try. The worst they can say is no and then you go accept your other one that you've got. Definitely. Always, always, always do this power move. It's, it's, people freak out about it, but when this situation happens, you are winning. You are in prime position, prime posse. Honestly, so good. Yeah. Hey, job hunters, big news. Our all new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep. It takes you step by step by step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits and all the practice you need. And guess what? It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. So to break it down in terms of steps, um, what you would do is you want to express enthusiasm. So for the the job that you've actually been offered, um, you know, there's a great saying out there, one in the hand is worth two in the bush. Um, don't turn them down and, and be all negative just because you think you might get offered this other one. This one's actually locked in. So you make you want to make sure that you don't sacrifice that opportunity. Um, ask them for a couple of days to consider the offer. Um, hey, do you mind if I just have a think about it? Um, is it okay if I get back to you by the end of day Friday um, or, you know, a couple of days later? Um, and you can ask for the weekend to have a think about it. That's really normal as well. Then reach out to the other job and say, hey, you know, just like we said before, um, I've been offered another job, but I really want to work for you guys. Um, is there any way that you could uh, move the process forward or make me an offer before X date? Um, and yeah, see what they say. A uh, little question there. We were just talking about, um, you just said that one one offers locked in or whatever so don't be harsh to them what if should you mm. only do this if one is locked in can you be sneaky yes. and just be like i'm in talks or is it you'd be shooting yourself in the foot if you said that this job is locked in can you let me know and then they go oh well okay you're going to take that job no we don't need you and then the other job falls through because you never got an actual offer 
Yeah, it, you can shoot yourself in the foot. Um, so this, I actually, a candidate did this to us recently. Um, he was pretty transparent through his recruitment agency. Um, and they said, look, he's been offered another job. They're putting pressure on him to give an answer, but he does want to work for you guys. What do you think? He'd only been through one stage of interview. So I kind of rushed him through the second um, and the second interview was good, but it wasn't amazing. Um, and it, he was the first person that we'd met for the job, right? So we just absolutely weren't in a position to offer him a job. Like it just wasn't going to happen. So I said back to them, look, um, if if I was him, I'd take the other offer. Like we're not in a position to offer him the job. Even if even if we do eventually offer him the job, like it's going to be a few weeks from now, It's I'm not going to be able to turn this around. So it kind of forced us to make the choice um, quicker and if he didn't actually have another job offer um, we've kind of decided oh no it's all right we're happy to miss out on him yeah Um, rather than if you had more time maybe maybe if it naturally progressed he would have been had a chance so only do this power move if you actually have something in writing locked in yes that's formally offered oh over like verbally over the phone is fine as well like but like as in it's an offer, not just at reference yeah. check stage type thing. Yeah. Cool. So we've just spoken about what to do if you're waiting for another offer, but now we're going to talk about what to do if you're turning down an offer. So first we have always be gracious, never burn a bridge. Why should we never burn our bridges? Well, just like we say in our networking episode, you never know where another opportunity might come from or where you might run into someone again. So Um, I'm a big believer in never burning your bridges, making sure you're handling each situation professionally. Make sure you get back to them. Um, Don't ghost them. Um, And I would also briefly explain um, why you've accepted the other job. Um, You know, is it closer to home? Is it more money? Just just one reason is fine. Um, It can really help their recruiter. For example, if it's for more money, it can actually really help them on the other side I mean, it might not sound like it, but have a bit of evidence saying, hey, we lost Emma because she got more money elsewhere. So, you know, can you please approve for me to have more budget for this role? Yeah, you might Um, be helping the future person that is going for that job, helping them get more money because you did Exactly. Because you gave feedback. Yeah. And it's also just a nice kind of rounding out. You're not saying like, you know, hey, I'm not interested, but they're like, what happened? <laughs> why Why weren't, Why didn't you like us? It's kind of like after a date, right? Like they disappear or something. You're like, mm. but, but why? What, what happened? happened? Yeah. And if they message you being like, oh, I got back with my ex, you're like, oh, okay, fair enough. Like mm. I can't compete with that. <laughs> I got counter offered <laughs> with my current company. <laughs> um, cool. And then we have this last little tip here, which is try and avoid signing a contract if you know you might change your mind. It is a legal document. Now, I saw something about this today, actually, in a money Facebook group. Um, Somebody wrote and said, like, my friend or whatever has accepted a new job and has signed the contract, Mm. um, meant to start in a month or something like that, but she's changed her mind. Can she get out of this? Is she stuck? Whatever, whatever. And the comments were interesting because people were being like, I mean, what are they going to do? Not pay you? Like not pay her like she hasn't started yet it's fine it's a month away like Mm. but on the other flip side they were like usually like it is a contract and look at the terms usually there's a month grace period or like whatever so what are the actual moral and legal considerations around contracts so i've i've seen comments and like on those types of situations as well in facebook groups and i always see people saying 
oh, just tell them, like, don't worry, you haven't started yet, it's okay. Um, And look, it is, if you've genuinely changed your mind and and something's happened or whatever, like, of course, they're not going to, you know, take action against you or anything. I've never actually seen that happen. But when you're signing a contract, it is a legal document. You are agreeing to a contract with that company. Um, And I think if you're not ready to make that decision, ask for more time if you need it. Um, I just think people need to treat that maybe a little bit more seriously um, than what I've seen some of these comments um, of, you know, signing a contract and then going, oh, nah, you know, I looked up the travel time and I I don't want to come anymore. Um, Make sure that's a really considered decision. Um, Yeah, legally wise, um, look, I'm not an employment lawyer. I'm just an HR person who did one employment law module as part of her degree. Um, so there are kind of, you know, legal actions that a company could hypothetically take because you have agreed to a start date. Um, but again, you know, what, what are they going to be able to do really, um, potentially drag you in there and chain you to your desk Um, and make you type and make you work. Yeah, exactly. Like, and they're they're not going to do that. Right. But I also think there's a, there's a burning bridges element there and it's pretty frustrating. Um, I kind of think of it as a recruiter in HR if someone hasn't signed their contract yet, I'm still thinking, oh, is something going to change? Are they going to pull out? Um, are they going to change their mind? Once they've signed it, that's kind of like, okay, we're working towards planning for you to start your job now. We've told people that we've hired someone for that role. We've rejected everyone else as well. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's take that right moment seriously do. once it's signed. Don't sign a contract yeah. unless you're pretty damn certain you're excited to do the job. Yep. And ask for more time. If you need some time to think about it, ask for more time. Fair enough. Boom. There you have it. That is our episode on job offers. We hope it's been helpful. We get so many questions about these kind of scenarios every day. So we hope that that helps. We've gone through it. You know now what to do if you're waiting on another offer, if you want to turn down an offer, if you've got two and you're waiting, you know how to make your big power move and say, look out, I'm in hot demand. If you want me, you better speak now. Let us know how you go with your power moves. And if you've got other questions or scenarios you want us to tackle, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook or in the Facebook group or via email if you'd like, LinkedIn, anywhere, um, and we'll answer it on one of our next episodes. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in your ears next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. <laughs>